Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Thanks for joining us at XM.com. This is the Weekly Outlook. I'm Cristina Marujos, and with me today is Senior Investment Analyst Mario Suchiriakos. We'll be having a look at the upcoming week's events. It has crucial central bank meetings. However, I think, Mario's the main event for financial markets, at least, is the war in Ukraine, as any developments tend to drive risk sentiment. Given, though, that we have not seen a ceasefire agreement yet, markets will be taking their cues from the war front. We've seen commodity prices soar lately and stocks and currencies such as the euro crumble. Is this likely going to be an ongoing theme or have markets priced in the worst by now? Hello, Christina. It's definitely an ongoing theme. So since the invasion happened, uh, financial markets have turned into one giant war trade. Uh, you see a lot of most assets are being driven almost entirely by this team, uh, rising and falling with uh, war headlines. So stock markets, the British pound, the euro, uh, those tend to suffer whenever uh, sanctions escalate, for example, whereas uh, the safe havens, the US dollar, the Japanese yen, gold uh, and commodities in general uh, tend to benefit. Now, the markets see this as an inflationary shock. So you've got the crippling sanctions on Moscow, those are going to limit the supply of a lot of uh, you know, metals, food, energy products, uh, which of course translates into higher uh, raw material prices. So traders are looking at all of that and they are betting that inflation is just, it's not going to cool anytime soon. Uh, we've seen uh, measures of inflation expectations just storm higher, uh, which is an issue for central banks because you know, they can't really solve supply issues. Uh, all they can do is slow down the economy by raising interest rates. Now, moving forward, I think that how the war uh, unfolds is going to be the most important element for markets. Uh, I think we've priced in, uh, you know, maybe not the worst case scenario, but a pretty bad scenario at this point, which means uh, that if we do see a ceasefire agreement, we might also see some serious reversals in the market. So uh, serious reversals in the Ukraine trade, let's say. Now, the question is, how likely is a ceasefire? Uh, to which I think the answer is quite likely. Uh, if you notice what the Ukrainian president has been saying lately, there has been a, a drastic change in tone. Uh, he has, for example, he seems very willing to compromise, for example, by uh, keeping Ukraine outside of NATO, which was one of the biggest demands uh, that Russia has. So. It's not going to be easy. I think it might take a few more weeks, perhaps uh, even to get there. But I do think we're going to get a ceasefire. The story, of course, is still unfolding and will be on top of any developments. However, let's have a look at the upcoming week's events. We have the Fed meeting on Wednesday. It's a highly anticipated March meeting where essentially a rate hike is fully priced in. But investors are likely to focus more on the updated dot plot chart, given that we have soaring inflation, which is creating some uneasiness in the Fed. Therefore, what are we probably going to hear from policymakers and what could the outcome mean for the dollar? Well, I think we're going to hear pretty uh, hawkish, uh, let's say, um, remarks from Chairman Powell, for example. So here's, here's the, an interesting fact. 
every central bank wants a stronger currency at this point or most central banks so if you're the fed you've got infl- we got data yesterday u.s inflation is almost at eight percent in yearly terms it's probably going higher uh, in the next few months considering the uh, you know energy prices uh, lately so if you are the fed you really want a stronger dollar at this point because a stronger dollar is going to help uh, cool inflationary pressures without the need to tighten so much so i think we're going to get some uh, some pretty hawkish remarks from powell now the other question is uh, of course rate increases priced in so i think the markets are going to focus on the dot plot uh, the interest rate projections for the well, for the rest of the year and for uh, the next few years now on that uh, the last time we got a dot plot, it pointed to three rate increases for this year. But right now, the markets are pricing in six and a half. So that's a huge discrepancy. I think you are going to see the Fed, uh, you know, revising its interest rate forecasts higher to come closer to the market. Now, the question is, how much higher are they going to signal four rate increases for the year? Five, six? Uh, I, I mean, the camp that says six, uh, just purely out of how strong the US economy is. You've got a really tight labor market, wages are strong, consumption is solid, and you know, uh, the shock in Ukraine is not really that important for America. For example, US banks uh, don't really have any exposure to Russian assets, uh, and America is energy independent, so the consumer is not going to get uh, squeezed that much. So this is an inflationary shock for the Fed. It's not going to uh, destroy the economy, I think. So I think they're going to be uh, quite aggressive moving forward. Let's cross into the United Kingdom now, because on the other hand, we have the Bank of England coming up, uh, this meeting uh, coming up on Thursday. And the argument seems to be around how hawkish policymakers are going to be regarding a rate hike, as they have to walk a very fine line between a strong economy, but then again, they also have a weak currency and all these war risks lingering. Therefore, could we see a 50 basis points rate hike at Thursday's meeting? I doubt it. So the markets are are pricing in, have fully priced in a 25 a regular 25 basis points rate increase, and they are also pricing in a, a let's say a 15% chance for a double move, 50 basis points. Now, I don't think the Bank of England wants to be so aggressive at this point. Um, it just doesn't make a lot of sense from a risk management perspective. Uh, why would you raise interest rates with a reckless abandon uh, when you know the economy is already headed for a slowdown? It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, it would raise the risk of a recession uh, even, so I, I don't think that's a chance they want to take. Uh, and in general, I think the markets have gotten a little too aggressive with the Bank of England. Right now, we have uh, a total of four rate increases priced in by June. So that means four rate increases in three meetings. So that means the markets have already priced in a double rate hike uh, for the next few months. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, therefore, I, th- I think there's a lot of scope for disappointment in the pound if the Bank of England hesitates to, to roll out the, the big guns, in a sense. Uh, and for the fa- for the pound to to enjoy a relief rally, I think we need to see a, a truce in Ukraine. Marius, thank you for joining me today. This was the weekly outlook here at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.